Hello, everyone. Welcome to the PFM Betting Podcast. I'm your co-host, Brian Lewis, joined by my fellow co-host, David Bierman, to preview the game you've all been waiting for, the Tennessee Titans versus the Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday Night Football. Yeah, sometimes you don't get all the great primetime games. Uh, in fact, more times than not, some of the primetime games stink. Uh, and we'll get to the rest of the schedule in Friday's podcast, where you have three exceptional games coming up uh, with Dolphins, Chiefs, uh, Eagles, Cowboys, and Seahawks, Ravens. But um, you got to start somewhere. So I guess we start with Titans, Steelers, which don't expect a lot of points. Don't expect a lot of points. No, don't expect a lot of points. That's evident by the uh, low point total here. We have a number of totals below 40 this week. I guess the sports books are just further and further adjusting the lines based off all the unders hitting this year because offense, particularly in the red zone, is at a, is a very low. So the total for this one is a 36 and a half. Steelers are now three-point favorites at DraftKings. That number just went up a little bit. It was at two and a half earlier in the day and pretty much all week since Sunday night. These two teams are coming off opposite results in last week. Steelers, tough loss against the Jaguars. I know officiating was an issue there. Titans, meanwhile, had a really inspiring win with Will Levis making his first start, having a really big performance, starting for four touchdowns, including two bombs to DeAndre Hopkins, and the third one to him as well. But um, from looking at the odds here, what stands out to you here, David? I don't really have much interest in the side of this game because, I mean, it could go either way. Both teams have underperformed expectations. The Steelers tend to show up every now and then, uh, especially when you think they're done, they win. There's a reason Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing record in his career. Uh, so where I'm going to go is I'm going to go to the total. And uh, 36 and a half is kind of low. Uh, I don't blame anybody for playing the under here. I don't expect to see a lot of points scored. But I'm going to take the same tact I took last week. And anybody who listened to the Friday pod saw me take three team total unders uh, last, last week, the Steelers the Falcons, and the Giants. Uh, the Falcons hit the over in one of the late fourth-quarter touchdowns, but the Steelers and Giants were never a sweat. We're talking the Steelers. Uh, the number is still the same, 19.5. It was between 19.5 and 20.5 last week, so it really didn't matter. They only scored 10. The offense, call it what it is, Brian, it's horrible. They're 30th in total yards, yeah. 28th in rushing, 25th in passing, 29th in points. Uh, they're, they're, they would be the worst offense in football if it wasn't for the fact that we, we've witnessed the Giants and the Patriots of the world who somehow were even worse. So uh, Tomlin and company haven't figured it out yet. I, I know the, the pick at the Pickens has done well, but nothing else has. Neither running back has done well where we expected them both to do good, especially Najee Harris. I just don't have any faith in the Steelers' offense, but I also know that they can score on defense. So I, I'm actually going to isolate the team total under 19.5, going to roll with it again. It's funny, you and I in the preseason, we kept pounding the Steelers in every preseason game, and now we're pounding the under in every single Steelers game. So um, the Steelers, the, the, the Titans don't have the world's best defense. They've given up a lot of points recently, but the Steelers just can't move the ball at all. So I'm going to go under 19.5 Steelers team total. Yeah, um, I'm with you there in the under. I just, as long as the Steelers are playing in a game, pretty much always going to take the under. All the unders have hit this season except in the game where they had to have two defensive touchdowns. I was on the under last week for the game, not just the side that hit. I was on the Jaguars first half. So I've been in the habit of fading the Steelers a lot this year. But in this one, I actually, right before we got on, I actually decided to bet the Steelers at a minus two and a half before it goes up to three at FanDuel, like I saw at DraftKings. And really, 
The big reason for that is kind of just fading the Titans after last week. They had a nice win over the Falcons at home. All the hype around Will Levis right now. Hype trains at an all-time high. But if you look at the numbers, you dig a little deeper. Like, I'm not trying to take anything away from him in his first career start as a rookie. But almost all of his, like a big chunk of his passing yards came from just a few plays. And one of them, DeAndre Hopkins, probably should have been called as offensive pass interference. And I don't think he's got that same luck with those deep, explosive passing plays two weeks in a row, especially on a short week against the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh, which is a very tough road environment for a rookie quarterback. Yeah, and if you look at the Steelers, like the one thing you can say about the Steelers and the Mike Tomlin is they don't get into bad stretches. And if you look at this year in particular, they looked horrible in the opener versus the Niners and then won the next two games. They looked really bad in the game against the Texans and then won the next two games. They looked bad against the Jaguars. They might win the next two games, home games against the Titans and the Packers. So every time the Steelers give you a poop-type game, they come back and win two in a row. So that's a testament to Tomlin and his staff as how they just don't get into these bad two, three, four-week things. So I would lean Steelers as well. Um, but even with those wins, they're not scoring a lot of points. They scored 26-23 and 23 in their first two-game win streak. But like you mentioned, of the 26 two defensive touchdowns in that Monday night game. And then after they lost to the Texans, they only scored 17 and 24 before scoring 10 again last week. So if I had the project, I would say this is probably around the 17, 13 game. uh, And I would lean the home team Steelers in this one. I just don't see a lot of points. Quick trivia for you. When was the last time the Steelers scored a touchdown in the first half? Um, Not as bad as the... Giants, so I will say, was it the Raiders game? It was the Raiders game, week three, and they scored one touchdown the first half. Just going through right now, I'm just going through their box scores. I believe they've scored only two offensive touchdowns in the first half the entire season. And per Sports Info Solutions, I don't know how far back this goes, because I don't know how long the Sports Info Solutions era dates back to, but according to BT Rosler on Twitter, the Steelers offense in their first drives to start the game, lowest EPA per play in their entire database. So there that goes go. to show can... just how bad this offense is and how bad offense coordinator Mike, Matt Canada is. You might have to bet the uh, first quarter under, first half under, first drive punt, all that stuff. And then, hey, if you take the team total under 19 and a half and it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 10-3 at halftime, uh, you can get a better number and. Maybe at that point, the team total becomes 14, and you can bet the over and try to get a middle. So all fun things you can do uh, with this game. Yeah, so if you're a little afraid of a, taking under a very little total, even though if you've been listening to us all season long, especially David, you shouldn't be afraid to take those low unders. But if you are, you get the first half one currently at FanDuel at 17.5. That's a below key number. I wouldn't mind that play there. I just don't want to be overextended on this under just in case something goes wrong like in week two with the Browns and the Steelers. Moving on to some player props for this one. DeAndre Hopkins, questionable, should be playing. Kenny Pickett was dealing with an injury. He said he's going to play. Will Levis obviously coming off the best, not the best, it's the best game of his career. There's only been one start, but a really impressive start to his career. DeAndre Johnson's back in the fold for the Steelers. Is there any player props you're liking for this one? You know, I was looking just before we decided to tape this back and forth, trying to figure out if there's anything I like and, uh, I'm probably going to play Pickens anytime touchdown at plus 140. Um, it's not something I love, uh, but I kept looking and looking and looking. I'm like, you know what? 
the Steelers, not only do they struggle to move the ball, but Mike Tomlin is rated uh, low, lowest among coaches in terms of going forward on fourth down. So you add those two together, and they might be in field goal range a bunch of times and trying to kick it. And, you know, Boswell came out last week and made a couple of comments uh, about the referees, and he's just one of the better kickers in, in the game. So I'm going to take over one and a half field goal. Huh? He's 12 for 13. 12 for 13. I'm going to yeah. take over one and a half. Uh, field goals for Chris Boswell. Uh, I think he he goes out there and he you know he's twelve of thirteen as you said. The Steelers are having a lot of trouble uh, not only moving the ball but in the red zone and you know the, a lot of low scoring games. He's made at least one field goal in every game this year, but the first one uh, made three one game, two another game. So I'm going to take the over one and a half uh, at at minus one hundred five. It's not the sexiest player prop in the world, uh, but neither is this game. There are no sexy plays for the Steelers versus Titans especially on Thursday night. And I always enjoyed those type of plays because nobody goes into a game when you look at the player props and say, oh, let me see what the kicker lines are at. Because So when somebody really does give out a prop like that, you know they're definitely doing their homework and it's definitely something that's uh, caught their eye. But for me, I've had a couple player props I've been playing for this one, but my favorite, and it goes back to why I'm taking the Steelers, why I'm liking the unders, basically just fading Will Levis. I mean... He, like I said, really impressive game last week, but a huge, huge chunk of his passing yards came off of just three plays. And I just don't expect him to have that same luck again this week. It's over under for passing yards right now, I believe is around like 204 and a half, which seems very low, but he doesn't come anywhere close this last week of just one of those completions. If he doesn't, if just one of those two long touchdowns at Hopkins isn't completed, he hits that number very easily on the under. And the only thing that could Give, give, give this prop some trouble is game script that uh Titans are underdogs in this one at Pittsburgh, but that's it's such a short number, such a short spread, not really expecting a blowout one way or the other. And I kind of feel like this one they'll be relying a lot on Derrick Henry on the ground just because it's one of the more run heavy teams in the NFL. And with such a short week going against Mike Tomlin and the, and the Steelers defense that Mike Rabel might might want to play a little more conservatively than they did last week against the Falcons at home. Yeah, and it's never a bad idea to fade the storyline. You know, Will Levis coming off his first career game for touchdowns, but you can't just be blinded by the fact that it was four touchdowns. You got to look into the box score and look into the plays. And you're right. One of those passes to DeAndre Hopkins doesn't get complete, and all of a sudden he's not hitting any of those big numbers. So give him credit last week for what he did, but he's now facing a very good coaching staff that will game plan for him. And say what you want about the offense and Matt Canada. Uh, any way you look at it, the Steelers' defense is always there, um, always active, and always trying to crush rookie quarterbacks. So uh, it's not a bad play there. Yeah, another thing, too, from last week. Um, will Levis was very effective passing on early downs and run in a situation you expect him to run the ball, especially the team with Derrick Henry. But on passing situations, like on third and fourth downs, he had a negative EPA per drop back, which is definitely a sign of like, when teams are expecting him to throw, he's definitely not as effective. He definitely just caught the Falcons off guard a couple times uh, last week. And uh, here's a stat from Kyle Sopi in his uh, Same Game Parlay article, which will be live by the time his podcast drops. Levis's three touchdown passes last week accounted for 59% of his passing yards. 59% of his passing yards. That's why this yeah. total is so low. And it's not going to scare me off from taking it. This is a game of... Don't be afraid to take unders on such low totals across the board because the sports folks are just begging you to take those overs. They are. They are. That's why they are where they are, and they're they're begging you to take it, and at the end of the day, you're going to question yourself when 
all of a sudden it's a 9-6 game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't have the stat on me at hand, but primetime unders this year have certainly been king. I believe unders have only hit in seven times on primetime this year, but four of them have come Thursday night. But at the same time, a lot of those Thursday night games have featured some more high-powered offenses like Vikings-Eagles that one week, you had the Lions on another week. So it's like take that stat and trying to dig deep for the context there. Usually Thursday night, unders historically hit a higher rate just because the teams have a lot less time, a lot less time to prepare, obviously. They're a little sluggish coming off of Sunday and a little still banged up and they're going into the game a little conservatively. So to recap, we're both on the under, 36 and a half. I like the Steelers in this one. You're Chris Boswell over one and a half field goals. And I'm on the under for Will Levis passing yards. Another play I did for this one, I did a same game parlay myself. And it's basically the fade Will Levis same game parlay. So if he does beat all, if he has a huge game, if he goes for like 300 yards and even does better than last week, I might put mayo in my coffee as a sign of respect for uh, Will <laughs> Levis. I said might. I probably won't do it. But if as what I did was I did the under for his passing yards to under for his passing touchdown, just because that number is like in the minus 200s. You've never really played on your own. And then the alternate under at 42 and a half, I believe I did. I like it. I like the Mayo yep. idea. But, um, so, by, so good luck to everybody for Thursday night. We'll be back Friday previewing the entire slate with Kyle Sapi and then back once again for Monday Night Football.